call their faith uh, Baptist. They call their faith Pentecostal. Faith is the language of God. And when he, when he looks down upon the earth and he see us speaking those words to people, uh, uh, when a mother comes to me and says, I don't know what, what happened to my son. I, I know I didn't live right uh, before him all of my life. But you know what I say, huh? I say, if you believe, the Bible says that your seed will be delivered. You don't pat her on the head and, and say to her, uh, you got to tell for, for power to come, for deliverance to come. You got to repeat the word of God to them. You can't repeat the foolishness that's in your flesh. You say what thus said the Lord. And I'm going to tell you something. He said, to and where I send my word, it cannot come back to me void. So you got the very, you got all of those words in the Bible. Under the new dispensation, they got now they're talking about the grace revolution. Uh, grace is uh, uh, not necessarily how much I memorized a pretty good portion of the Bible, but grace is knowing what to say when you need to say it and say it to somebody and give them comfort rather than patting them on the head and say, well, I don't know what you're going to do, but you should have an appropriate word in your mouth to tell them so they'll have faith. So when it manifests itself, it'll say, she told me that God said that. We don't, we don't, we, and too many times uh, we want to uh, lift ourselves up. We cannot bring one prayer to manifestation. Not one, not even one little bitty prayer. But when you tell another individual that need to be delivered, what thus said the Lord, and they see the manifestation of that, they already want. You, you don't have to tell them they're going to go and seek more and more. And that's what we need to be doing in our Christian. I'm just, I'm guilty as anybody else. You know, by guilty. The time, by the time I get home, I don't want to do nothing but lay in the bed, eat well, something, lay in the bed, go to sleep. You are guilty. Get up the next morning. And if I don't get up and wash my face, brush my teeth, and throw some cold water, I go to sleep on the Lord a bunch of times. Well, and I wake up. It's one hour. That's all it's supposed to take. The God, Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane, can you not pray with me one hour? You know, and sometimes I wake up and say, Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> we tired. I fell off We tired doing the work. But that's okay. You know, the next time I'm going to be watchful under prayer, and I'm going to do it better. Do but, the word. And, you know, and, and this is to do say, fill me more of your knowledge. If you don't get up and consecrate yourself to God, if you don't get up and, and, and read the word, it, you know, the devil going to send somebody that's going to tick you off. You know, and you're going to say something nasty, dirty, before you know it. And you say, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. But that's, that comes from us not saying to him first thing in the morning, order my steps today, Lord. You know, that comes from, Lord, fill me full of your knowledge today, Lord. We mess up all the time. We ain't nothing but nasty, what, what they say, uh, nasty, filthy, dogs dung. We nothing but flesh. Nothing and but flesh... It's not going to live in heaven. It's going to rot in your own earth in a grave. Amen. Folks, you now need salvation. You, to say the prayer, you, need, you, you need salvation, folks, out there. And right now, the only way that you can get it is through, the, through Jesus Christ, accepting him 
as Lord and Savior of your life. So if you'd like to do that, it's a very simple prayer. If you really want that and you really mean it, he'll come and live inside of you just by simply saying, Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Forgive me for all that I've done wrong. Forgive me for all that I've done wrong. Wash me in your blood, Jesus. Wash me in your blood, Jesus. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. For I commit my whole life unto you. For I commit my whole life unto you. And baptize me. Baptize me in the Holy Ghost and fire. In the Holy Ghost and the fire. Amen. 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 Praise God. If you've said that prayer and you really meant it, God, Jesus Himself came and living inside of you. You'll never be the same again. Get into your Bibles. Read it every day, as the Bible says. Read it all the time, as often as you can. Get into Bible believing church. You now are a child of the living God. You'll never be the same. And it's just an awesome journey and a great mission that God has for you. And that's to glorify his name. We want to thank everybody out there for being part of Prayer Power Live. We thank all the callers, all of you who are calling, even for the CDs. We appreciate you just calling for them, knowing that you're really listening out there. We thank you for all the listeners. We appreciate you very Thank you for being our guest today on the Prayer Power Live Talk Show. We hope your comments, opinions, express, enhance, enlighten, and deepen your knowledge and understanding of the Word of God. As God's servants, we should daily seek a personal and loving relationship with Him through prayer and His reading of His Word. Even though our opinions and views are different, our united mission should be to lead others to Christ so that we all may live in eternal peace with our Lord. The views and opinions expressed on the Prayer Power Live Talk Show are not those of KAYT 88.1. To contact Reverend Carmouche for future topics or suggestions, or if you need prayer, you may call Reverend Carmouche at 318-715-3174 or 318-715-3184 or email Reverend Carmouche at theprayerpower@cricket.net To purchase a CD of this program or make a donation, write Reverend Carmouche at P.O. Box 11782, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71351. Our time today is far spent, but well spent. Join us on KAYT 88.1 every Monday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep. May the Lord's face shine upon you. May God lift his countenance and give you peace in Jesus' name. This is KAYT. Gina Alexandria. This is Gospel Radio at its very best. 88.1. K-A-Y-T. Praising the Lord. Come on, church. Make some noise in this place. Greeting. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
We thank God today. It's, we're privileged and blessed to be here this day. God has created within us a means of praising him for what he has already done in our life. And I give him all glory and honor at this minute. I give him praise for all things that exist. To God be the glory. Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Savior Jesus Christ, and to the spirit of righteousness, of truth, and of understanding, we thank him for that, that he have entrusted within our hands something called the gospel. It's precious, it's healing, it'll knock mountains out of the way, it'll open red seas up, it opens Jordan rivers. But you have to be ordained in that gospel in order for that gospel to work. We talk about a belief in Christ, a body in Christ, but we got to walk in what we talk in. If we can walk in what we talk in, then God gonna show some mysteries that this earth has never seen before. And I believe in my heart that he, he want to do it, but sometime, and don't get upset, sometime our head is a little hard, and we don't want to do what he say do because of what somebody else has said. But he want us to know without a shadow of doubt what somebody else said don't mount to a hill of being. But what he says mean everything. I thank God today. You heard the announcement about DeMar Dotson. Uh, that's one of our owns. That's one that the bill is disallowed. But he come to head, the chief cornerstone. What are you saying? Dotson was cut off the team. And everybody that played with him that was exalted highly is at home somewhere. He's in the professional ranks, top number five ranked tackle in the whole United States of America. See, you can, what you can do all the time, <coughs> you can always give your opinions. That's your opinion. Has nothing to do with God. The integrity within a person, an individual, determines who you are. If you let folks tell you you ain't nobody, then you ain't nobody. You let folks tell you what you can't do, you can't do it. But I want to be able to look before God and look in his face and say, Lord, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. And in regard to what you say or do, you can't stop me. My anchor, I trust God, my anchor is in Christ. I just thank him this day. I want to get Education Baptist Fellowship Association is having their meeting here on this week at the church. 
Wednesday starting at 5 and 12 o'clock on Thursday. We're going to close out that night. But I want to make that announcement, and don't you stop coming, because we have in there, because we're covered by that, and we're still Christ Jesus. We're still the children of God. Regardless of what they say or do, we're still children of God. I want you to support us in this. Let's not be partial. Let's stop being partial. Let's stop being hard to work with, and let's unify ourselves. Make God happy. Today, I want to read from Malachi 3, 1 through 10. Malachi 3, 1 through 10. And Luke 6 and 38, you can put your finger on it. Malachi, the prophet of God, want us to see something that God said. And you know, oftentimes what we do in life, we always try to be a copycat, but we're copying off the wrong person. You need to copy off Jesus. He's the administrator, the chief administrator. And whatever he do, it's going to be perfect. From the book of Malachi, the third chapter, it reads this thus, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek will suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, behold, he is coming, said the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and a full of soap. He will sit at the refiner and purify, purify of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in the former years, in the former years. And I will come near you, for judgment, I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against perjurers, against those who exploit wages, earners, and widows, and fatherless, and against those who turn away an alien because they do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your father, you have gone away from my ordinance and have kept and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, said the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed men. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offering. Ye are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And prove me now in this, say the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. You may be seated. Hallelujah. If you come up, God will show up. 
But you gotta first come up. You gotta first do your part before God do his part. Traditionally, most people want to get along with people. And we do all we can to get along with people. I'm not just talking about the personality. I'm talking about you want to identify with them regards to what they're doing or saying. We want to identify with them. A big wheel, we want to identify with a big wheel. But a little wheel, we don't have nothing to do with them. They ain't great enough for us. Well, God is the biggest wheel I know. And all of us ought to try to identify with God. Smith, how can I identify with God? Simple as this. Do the things that God say do, and you have already identified with God. Simple as that. That's the simple, simple way. He wants us to understand some things here today. We say a lot of things in, in the scripture. We do a lot of things in church. We do all kind of work in the church all the time. But is it for God? Is it for God or is it for you? Or is you trying to get some identity? Are you trying to exalt yourself? Or are you trying to exalt Jesus Christ? We got to ask ourselves that question. Am I hard to get along with because I don't want to do right? Or because I don't know the word and I can't do right. For if you know the word, it's going to purge you until you be right. The word is the thing that purifies you. But we want to say, well, I've been going to church all my life. So, so what about going to church all your life? I went too, all my life. Did I have it in order? No. It wasn't in order. Is it in order now? Yes. It's in order now. It was not in order. I tell you all the time, if you can't say what I used to be, you're not right now. Ain't nothing to you now if you can't say what I used to be. Ain't nothing to you right now. You just sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. There are times when we as believers in Christ look around us all the time and we be trying to find faults in other folks. And I tell people all the time, I say, all you gotta do is walk in the bathroom and look in the mirror. You'll find enough faults there. And it ain't that glass mirror either. It's in you. So the Bible start off today said to us, he's gonna send a messenger to prepare the way. Huh? I'm sending messengers to prepare the way for the Lord. Every one of us in here say we've been born again. We ought to be trying to make the way straight. We ought to try to get everything in order the way God say do it. Not the way you want it done, but the way God say do it. Get your holy word and take it out and see how God wants me to work this. I sing in a group. And every time we hit a note, they ain't always right. What we do, we back up and fine tune it. Everything you do, what you need to do is back up and fine tune it. What do you mean? See it according to the way of God. If it's not God, we leave it alone. A lot of times we say God say do this and he ain't told you nothing. 
You don't even know him. But you say he told you that. Now, I know it hurt. It hurt. It hurted me. So I ain't going to keep the pain off of you just because I hurt it. You can suffer pain too. That's one of the things in life. We don't want to suffer nothing. Even with our children now. We don't want them to go through nothing. You went through it, but you don't want them to go through it. Why? They are never going to be purified. They're never going to be purchased. They're never going to be lifted up. They won't know what our trials and tribulations are. Because you're covering up for them. When you going to let them go and let God do his part? They don't know nothing about what you know. You got to train them according to the word of God. See, God sent a message to prepare the way for me. That's why God called preachers. Go make straight the way. Everybody ought to be asking every preacher on this earth, are you Jesus or should we look for another? That's the way it ought to be, according to the book. Are you Jesus or should we look for somebody else? Jesus, that's you? Every preacher is supposed to have that image on him or on her. Are you, I heard about the prophecy, but is this you? And if you're not Jesus, you ought to tell him straight on Jump Street. No, I'm not the one. But he's the one who far greater than me, which was before, before me, much greater than me. I, shoes, I can't even untie. We, we like to take credit for things. I don't understand that. I can't understand that to save my life. Why we want to take so much credit for stuff? It's already been accredited by Christ Jesus. You don't need to just walk in it. You ain't got to tell nobody nothing. Just walk in it. And you'll see the benefits thereby. And the Lord whom you seek, watch this, will suddenly come to his temple. Not yours, not Pastor Smith. God's temple, his house. I refuse to take credit for anything. It's God's house. Yes, this ain't my church. It's God's church. He put it together. He fixed it. And he told us to, God told me rather through the word here to run the church like the word say. If you put it like the word say, you'll never fail. Do we do it? No. No. Why we don't do it? Because we want to always stick ourselves in it. And when you put yourself in it, that's called selfishness. It's God's temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, on human, we say we love God. Why don't we do like he say? We say we love him. Why don't you obey him? Choir y'all sung well. I've been around singing all my life. I know it may not sing as well as you, but I know how it go. I took music four years, so you ain't gonna hit no card. I don't know where it's at. But the thing about it, that's not my gift. I can fit in, but it's not my gift. A lot of folks in the church, they figure because they can play a little bit, sing a little, shout a little, they figure they can do everything. No, you can't. You got one gift, and the Bible said desire others also. Amen. See, desire others also. So what, what God wants you to do, stay in your lane. Do what you do best. Don't worry about me. Keep that out your mind. Keep lying out your mind. Worry about what you can do for the Lord. Because if, if I'm crazy and ignorant, that ain't got nothing to do with you. You just go on and live for Jesus, and God's going to exalt you over me. 
We don't understand that though. We don't understand it. He said here, the Lord is coming. The message of God is coming. It's a covenant promise. And the one you always talk about, how much you love him, he coming back, y'all. He going to judge every man according to his works. He coming back, y'all. I don't know when. I don't know where he going to come in. I may be on the road somewhere. But he's going to come. That's a promise. And that's a covenant promise. Say he's coming. But if my heart is not according to this word, I'm going to be trapped. I'm going to be trapped. And when you're trapped, you mean you can't go up or you can't go down. And he's going to make that last decision. Get over here on my left, boy. You that work a nickel tear. Get over here. Why the church work a nickel tear? I seen somebody explain that to me. Why? You know what to do. Why are you doing something different? You know what you need to be doing. Why not do it? You know the house of God is supposed to be a peaceful place. Why is so much confusion in the house? It's a lot. I got a lot to learn. But I'm looking, I ain't looking beyond this book. I'm looking in the book. Peace, I leave with you. Not as the world, peace. Huh? I'm talking about my peace. That's hard. But it's good. You talking about how good God, how great God is? Show him then. He coming, y'all, he said. He said it out of his own mouth. He's coming back at the church without spot of blemish. Now, I want to ask a question. When he come, how many people feel right now that they can come before his presence with thanksgiving? When you come before God's presence, do you not know that you're going to have to be just like him? Well, he said it. I didn't. I don't have that ability. He said it. He put the charge up for me to go by. When you present yourself before him, you're going to have to be like him. How can I be like him? By working every day to do the things he do, say what he say, and do it like he say do it. What about, I got a right for an opinion, that's the devil's work. Your opinion is of the devil. The word of God is the total package. The church is not ran on opinions. It's ran on the holy word of God. It's governed by the Holy Spirit of God. Nothing else. We need to see that. He said, who can stand before him when he come? See, like a refiner's far. And full of soap. That's a detergent that cleans you up good. That's a good detergent that really cleans you up good. Who's going to be able to stand? We all holler about I got this, that, and the other. But it's test time coming. Y'all put your foot on it. Test time coming. We, we brag and boast all the time about who we are. We want to be exalted. We want to be a big wheel. We want to be a big dog. But the test coming. The test coming, y'all. We're going to have to be approved by God. Not by me. You won't have no committee determine where you're going. Just one person go determine where you go. And you don't have no thoughts, no aims, no nothing. You just gonna have to, when he say, go over there to my right or go to my left, that's where you're going. 
You can't help it. You're going to go where he say go. You have not the power. He said all power that exists come from God. But that hurt though, preacher. Yeah, let it hurt. We just have to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. He's going to be a purifier. He's going to be a refinement. He's going to take his preachers. He's going to take his sons and daughters in the gospel, and he's going to refine them. He's going to really clean them, make them whole like he wanted them to be. When they did everything possible, humanly possible, in the word of God to do right like God say do it, it's some little things left in the corner that we really can't get out because it's, it's our mindset. But he's going he to clean and get them corners out, wash them corners out. Then he's going to do this quick, and we're going to be quick and just like him. We're going to be just like him. Just exact, dynamic, just like him. When he yet shall appear. Now the books say, now y'all say what you want. The books say we shall be like him. When he yet shall appear. That's what the books say. We're going to go by the book because what? I can't handle you in other affairs. I can handle you in the book though. We're going to be just like him. That's why I stick with the book. Because I want, when he come, I want him to say this book too. That good and faithful servant, well done. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear no foolishness. I don't want to hear no foolishness. I want him to tell me, thy good and faithful servant, well done. But then I got friends and relatives on my side tell me, you don't have to say that. You ain't got to say it like that. I got to. I see the end zone. And I can't scold if I got the ball, huh? And the ball is the word. You hear what I'm saying? I see it. So I got to keep my guards up at all times because I don't want him to catch me with my work undone. If my work ain't finished, that's where I'm going to be when he come. I'm going to be unfinished. This is what the word of God said. So we got to just stay with the Lord. We got to stay with him all the time. Day and night, evening, morning, stay with the Lord. See, he's like a refiner and a purifier of silver. You know, when you burn gold and silver, you burn it to purify. Right. Trials and tribulation, know what they do for us? Purify us. Hardships purify us. We got to be of good cheer. We got to overcome all things. I don't care what it is. You got to overcome it because we Christians and the world looking at us. That's right, right. They watching us. When I fall to the system, and say, he said this, the governor said this, or the president or the deacon said this. I ain't thinking about the governor, president, nor the deacon. I'm thinking about Jesus. I'm not trying to please Jesus. I ain't worried about this other foolishness. I'm trying to please Jesus. He the one going to judge me. That was called to this book here again. I'm staying in the book. He said he's going to judge me by this word, nothing else. By this word here. And I got to get him pleased. I got to keep him pleased. Yeah. Husband, wise, I'm coming home. I told you, I don't preach Abraham's gospel. I preach my gospel that Jesus gave me. Husband, wise, the book say, wise, obey your husband. Yes, sir. Don't y'all get upset, shut up. Yes, <laughs> husband, you got to be in order. In order that the word be fulfilled, where she obey you. If you keep yourself in order like God say, then she obligated from heaven to obey you. But if you ain't in order yourself, you can't tell her nothing. Amen. 
You can't say nothing to them. But if you're in order, you can demand it. You can demand it. You out of order. She ain't got to, she ain't got to listen at you. To her, there ain't nothing but sounding brass and tinking simmer. That's just some noise making. But if you ain't in the word, just your very presence before her going to humble her down. Can I leave you with a note you ain't got to buy? Ladies, I, the lady that really got me to see straight was a woman. And we get all this male showman set, and we just figure they better than that me and all that old foolishness. If you ain't right, then I ain't gonna listen to you either. I don't care who you are, I ain't listening. If you ain't biblical, I ain't thinking about you. You never have me hollering and weeping and gashing your teeth caught to what the book say in hell. Uh-uh, I'm through with that. You can say all you want. I ain't gonna listen to that if you ain't scripture. And I want you to do me the same way. It go both ways, not one way. So you'll be hollering right up, say, he the one, and you better listen at him. Uh-uh, I'm some of you too, and I, I, you better listen at me, and I better listen at you. If you're right, it go both ways. Right. I way. locked your jaws then, didn't I? You thought I was going to get up here bragging on myself. No, that's for everybody in this building. Let's see what he say. We ain't going to burden you. We're not going to burden you, because I know these things hurt. I've been hurt by them. I know how they hurt you. Now, 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 now listen. What the word? Listen at the word. This the word. He going to purify the sons of Levi. That's the preachers. That's the preacher here. That's these preachers. Now everybody say I'm a preacher. God sent me to preach and all that. Boy, you in danger of the hell fire. There's going to be some burdens and some uh, temptations and all kind of stuff. Some demonstrations going to come against you. It's going to be where, like Joshua said, you choose today. Who are you going to serve? You going to serve the world or you going to serve Jesus? We got to choose the day, y'all. Boy, that's hard. Who are you going to honor? You going to give praise to Lionel Smith or you going to give praise to Jesus? Which one? Who the best? It shouldn't be a question asked. Christ the best. He the only perfect one I ever heard of. So you serve Jesus. You just listen at me and take heed if it's biblical. But if it ain't biblical, don't pay no attention to me. I ain't going to pay none to you, I promise you, if it ain't biblical. He said in his word that they'll be able to offer themselves before the Lord and offering of righteous. When I do that, which God wants me to do, I ain't got to be ashamed. I'm proud of myself. Amen. When I do what God say, I'm proud. I'm happy. I'm rejoiceful. I'm so happy it's a shame. And at times I can't hardly tell it because I get full. And the rejoice of God come on me so much sometimes. Sometimes I begin to shed tears because I see my brother and my sister acting silly. And the word didn't say act like that. And they church folks. They church folks. Listen to my little daughter this morning giving testimony as she got ready to sing. Y'all just don't know. You just don't know when God move in. Right. What he do for you? 
And when you start seeing other folks think you're crazy, when you tell them how great he is, what he did for you, Lord, have mercy. Y'all say, oh, did he just brag? Uh-uh, I'm glad to brag. I'm glad to brag. I had asthma all my life. God healed my asthma. Wasn't no doctor. God healed my asthma on the spot. I couldn't even catch my breath. He healed me on the spot. On the spot. I ain't wait till no next week. I'm going to keep on praying. He'll get you out the way. Uh-uh. He healed me on the spot. And how did he heal me? Through another person that he anointed and called as an apostle. Sometimes we don't want to give people, certain people credit for what they do in a tangible society. But when we do something, we want them to praise us and shout hallelujah. But when somebody else do it, you don't like it. That's why the house is divided today among Christians and believers in Christ. Because we're not working together like God say for us to work together in unity and in spirit. Now, this is God's way of doing things now. They say he gonna, then he'll be able to receive you, your offering if you do it according to his will, even as in the days of old, as in former years. Now, you know, as I look at this gospel of Jesus Christ, I, I think about it all the time. Jesus is the gospel. He's the word. Amen. He's the word from the beginning. But he left a perfect utopia, a perfect place to come here to relieve us of our burdens, our sins, our suffering, our shame. He left heaven to come and do that. And we need to always take off where we used to be and put on the new man. Got to put on a new man. When I see you, you better have a new man on. Had a new man. Don't act crazy with me. Don't act funny with me. Had a new man. When I talk to you as a professional in the gospel, you talk to me as a professional in the gospel. Amen. Don't talk no crazy talk to me. Because the Lord that renewed me. He got set me free to serve and worship him. And that's what we got to do. Together in the unity of God's spirit. Not warring and fighting among ourselves. Now, hear me now. Hear me. Hear me good. This the Lord. He gave that to me. He gave you yours too. He ain't give me the only one. He ain't the only one just gave me something. Look at all these preachers in here. Look at all these believers in here. He gave all of us something. Amen. And none of us can boast about nothing because we're governed by the same spirit. Amen. Same Holy Ghost teaches all things. So this word that God has for us. And I will come near you for judgment. I'm going to be a swift witness against you. I'm going to be a swift witness for you. Listen to what the words say. I'm not adding to nothing. And they say, I'm going to come against sorcerers. Y'all don't. Now, I'm going to tell you. I stayed around a little bit of that. Soothsayers, sorcerers, witchcraft. Now, let me say something to y'all. I see you church folks sometimes. I don't believe in that. That ain't true. That's a lie. It is true. New Orleans is the capital of the whole world. I don't care if you Holy Ghost fear, that means you're just going to stay out of it, but it's there. It's there. Tell me, you don't believe in that. It's there. It's been there before Jesus came. Jesus teaches against witchcraft. 
and you all got saved, now you don't believe in it. That's what you need to say, I don't practice it. I don't practice that, but it's here to stay. It's going to be here because Christ come back. He's going to burn them up. You got some church folks. Y'all, don't y'all get angry with me. They got church folks that practice that stuff. See, y'all scared to say it. I'm not. <laughs> I ain't scared. Church folks practice witchcraft. Y'all didn't know that. I, I thank God I'm the first one to tell y'all this. Hallelujah. Don't get scared, because if you ain't in it, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You ain't got a thing to worry about. Adulterers? He going to be against them? If you're adulterer now, watch this. We'll tear a church up, putting somebody on because they made a mistake or had an affair or something. Boy, we'll eat them alive. I'm going to bring it home to you. You had an act of adultery in your life. At that very moment you, when you got guilty, Stop, put it down, go on about your business. Tell the Lord, forgive me. Go on about your business. You knew just as good as anybody in their life. Y'all didn't know that, did you? The problem comes when you continue in sin and grace don't abound with you. That's where we're at. But God really, in the old covenant, he really wasn't talking about a physical doctor that we talk about today and we criticize people for every day. The one he's saying, going to worship another God. See, I, I tell you, I ain't the smartest man on earth, but I study stuff. I don't want nobody talking crazy to me. I study this. The adultery God say you worship the calf God, the snake gods, and all that. He say, I don't want that before me no more. And we put it the way we want to put it to hurt somebody. Both of them wrong. Can't be right and wrong at the same time. One or the other. You got to be right. Joshua said, choose the day which one is right. I'm saying to you, just like Joshua did, choose the day which one is right. You worship brother God. You worship some human being. Some of us in here worship people. Some of us in here honor certain people, politicians or preachers or whatever. More than you do God. I don't understand that. I never met a man yet really? I honor and worship. I don't think that much of none of them. I'm going to throw God in a ditch and worship another human being that's worse than I am? What, where that foolishness come from? The book say, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Why should I worship you? Why should I put all my trust in you and not in God? You know better than that. Don't even think funny. I'm a, you, you put your shoes back on in a few minutes. <laughs> Perjurers. Liars. Y'all hear me joke all the time about preachers don't lie. If y'all believe that, just raise your hand. You mean to tell me I ain't getting no hands up? They got a few people in the church lie. So if you don't tell the truth, you have lied. And what is the truth? The word of God. Now the book says the word of God is the truth. So if you don't go along with the word of God, you lie. 
And he said, a lion won't tear in his sight. Ooh, Lionel, why you do that? Well, the Lord commissioned me to go ye therefore in all the world, preach and teach, tell me to deserve all things. Now, I didn't say just Bible study. Deserve all things whatsoever I command me. Lord, I'm going to be with you always, even until the end of this world. Everything I eat don't taste good. But some of it is good for me. And I have to discern it. What's good for me and what's good against me. He say, now watch this, we're getting, we finna hurt now. Against those who exploit wages, wage earners, and widows and fathers, against those who turn away, let me stop right there. Those that exploit wage earners, working people for nothing. Y'all didn't hear me. Working folks for nothing, half kill them on the job and don't want to pay them. And I tell you, I ain't, I ain't looking for no friend. In Washington, D.C., they won't even pass a $10.10 an hour wage increase. People starving to death, but them educated people up there won't even come together in the unity of gospel. If they want to think it's wrong or right, let them pick the Bible, which they talk about. They're so holy. Pick the Bible up and read it in the Bible. You're going to go to hell if you stop trying to pay people, try to starve people out. You're headed to hell. I don't care who you are. No, if they do that, that's a hypocrite. Good God Almighty. Is there anybody in America that don't want to pass a wage increase? I'm just talking natural. I'm a divine person of God, but I'm just talking natural. Is anybody in America, any senator, Congress, or governor, or whatever, don't want to increase wages to help people out? He said the poor going to be for you always take, them, take care of them now. That's what the book says. Now, who don't want a wage increase? They're against God. They don't like that, brother. They don't like me to say that. I'm looking at it in my book, though. And it says that, and widows, misused widows, take senior citizens' money, taking their food, don't want them to make a decent living. Taking programs that's help, been helping people for centuries just to get your way to show that you're trying to prove something to somebody else. The books say you're going to stand before the German seat of Christ and give an account of this foolishness. And he went further than that. Against those who turn away alien, folks, poor people, or people that's out there in the world come to you and ask you for a plate of food or a couple of dimes or something, and when you got your pocket running over with money, you just, I ain't got nothing. You want to face God for that foolishness? You want to face God for it? I say one that needs her. Because they do not fear me. Ooh, is that in your Bible? He said they do that because they don't fear me. They don't count me as God, as their God, their Savior. Y'all books say that? Lord, help us, Jesus. Say, who said that? Line air? No. Read your Bible. He said, the Lord of hosts said that. That's in your Bible. Says the Lord. I did not say that, y'all. 
Don't you poke your mouth out at me. I did not say that. I'm repeating that. I'm the Lord, not Lionel. I'm talking about Jehovah El Shaddai, Emmanuel. I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jerusalem. Because I'm God, I show mercy unto you. If you change, I'm going to deliver you to where you need to be. If you just change, just acknowledge your wrongness, repent from it. I'm going to renew you. I'm God, and I can do that, me. See, yet from the days of your father, you went away from my ordinances. Hadn't kept them. You kept somebody else's ordinance. Say, come back to me and I'll what? Come back to you. God said it again, the Lord of hosts. Come back to me. I'm going to come back to you. We're going to start getting the fellowship together. We're going to start partying together again. And we're going to start being happy. Everybody in this church this morning should be happy and smiling. I don't like what? They should be so happy it's crazy because you know them in the word. You see it with your eyes. You ought to be happy. Joy ought to be running over now. But you didn't empty before you came in. If you didn't empty, that joy would be there. But when you hold some stuff in there that's stubborn and wicked or foolish, you can't get filled. The house got to be clean before you bring new furniture in it. Lord, help us. God, help us. Return to me, and I will turn to you, said the Lord of hosts. But you say, how can I return? And that's what he said. Now, I'm going to read this. Y'all better listen to this, because this dangers. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have I robbed you? And then God answers in tithes and in offering. You robbed me in tithes and in offering. Is that in your Bible? Because I don't want nobody telling me to you out the word. That's the kind of person I am. I don't want you telling me about him out the word. In tithes and in offering. How did I rob you, God, in tithes and in offering? Now, first thing we think of all the time is money. The first thing we say, that preacher talking about money now. I am more than money. I'm a more than money man. I ain't looking for no money. I ain't taking no money from nobody. Listen to this good. You robbed me in tithes and in offering. Everything that you own, that you have, that you got, the books say get a first of thine increase. Everything, get a first of thine increase. Give a tithe off, give an offer. When Abraham met Melchizedek from the slaughter of the kings, Abraham, the father of faith, fell on his knees, according to the book. Now, I'm just going by the book. Y'all forgive me for going by the book. Fell on his knees in honor and worship Melchizedek. A man that everybody say was no good, ain't fit to live. Abraham fell on his knees and worshiped that man and paid a tenth of every, of ten nation, confederate nation that he overcome, he paid a tenth of everything he got. First hand. Boy, boy. Church folks. Church folks. That's where you trouble in. 
Trade folks, you're trouble. And look what he look, look what he say. Look what he say. Look what he say. I'm just going by what the books say. Going by what the books say. It's a blessing to go by what the books say. You rob and tithes and offering. You want to know how I robbed and tithes and offering. He say, because you were robbed and tithes and offering, watch this. Now we waiting on God to come and curse us. In the atmosphere of God, listen to me good. I don't want no mistakes made, no lies told. In the atmosphere of God, it's already set up from day one to day, last day. When you mess over God, when you mess over your tithe, when you mess over your offering, and the judgment of God is already set. He see the more money that you put in your pocket, see, he'll have holes in your pocket. It just keep going through. Sometimes we get in jams, y'all, because we don't do what God say. We, we be working 12, 15, 30 hours a day, almost, if it's such thing, and we still can't make ends meet. Y'all didn't hear me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But David say, they prepare, thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me always, huh? Even to the end of time. Why? My enemy want to starve me to death. Don't want me to eat, want to kill me. But on my table, I prepared food for him. I got all kind of caviar and steak, okra and tomatoes, huh? On the table. He thought he had me, thought I was broke, but no. My cup runs over. God got me, huh? If I stay with God, he got me. I've been young and now I'm old. Never seen the right of forsaken of God's seed. Big bread. We got to stay with God. Don't rob the man. Stay with him. He's going to deliver. 